interesting when you go on vacation. Especially when you do what we do for a living. You don't want to come back to work, and then you want to come back to work. Both things are happening, because I was enjoying family time. Welcome back into uh, TechSags Radio, presented by David Gardner's Jewelers here in the Rollo Insurance Studio. It is the Go Hour, presented by The Warehouse at CC Creations. David Nuno here. Olin Buchanan here with us, as he always is. Good morning, OB. Good morning. So, spent some time last night getting ready for the show, watching a little Aggie basketball. And pretty much every time we watch them play, we know that if they're playing down, if they're playing an opponent that's probably beneath them, it'll probably be close for the most part. And if they're playing a team that is maybe perceived to be better than them, they'll play them pretty close as well. That's just how A&M kind of grinds games out. A little disappointed for the first few minutes, but as you pointed out beforehand, they did dominate it after that. Um, yeah, I'm not sure how to feel about that game um, afterwards. You know, uh, they won uh, by just absolutely dominating the last 30 minutes they got down 27 to 12 early mm-hmm. and now northwestern state they can shoot threes that's all they do and they they came out hot but a&m made some de- defensive adjustments and they made i think two of their last 16 in the game they still hit some but after their their fast start you know they i think and after they got up 27 12 they only made two more shots the rest of the half and they were both threes and a&m just dominated inside did not a&m did not shoot well from the three-point uh range i think they're like one to 12 but they dominated inside henry coleman had a big game boots radford was playing really well driving and um that they made defensive adjustments so the so you you look at it and say man if you could take away those first 10 minutes you know, they just absolutely destroyed Northwestern State, which is not a bad team. They, they, they beat they beat uh, TCU. And they played Baylor tight. They played. Yeah, they lost by 10 to Baylor, and they were down two at half. Right. Um, they scored 102 against Stephen F. Austin. I don't know what SFA's like now, but we know historically SFA's really yeah. strong basketball program. So I don't really know what to think of that win. Other than it's a whole lot better than a loss. Heck yeah, (laughs) but 12 games in, I think you can tell you a lot about this team today as opposed, you know, we know last season things were terrible, then they got hot, right? So I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that you can write the story on this team, but I believe that this team right now, they are who they are. They play hard. They They can score points, but they don't shoot necessarily well. They allowed like they dominated that team yesterday for 30 minutes. Yet they only won by nine. And I know they had to overcome a big deficit, but in totality, a game that you were the better team for 75 percent of it, you win by nine. Well, they won by 12. Excuse me, by 12. Then um, I don't know. I well, that 12 point win, like I said, looks a lot better if you just focus on the the first. I mean, the last 30 minutes, right? Because if you focus on the last 30 minutes, they win. What would that have been? 52 to what was their final score is 52 subtract 27. Right. 25? Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's too early for me to do math. I had trouble in school. But 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 you can't take out the you can't. Well, especially considering what we've seen this season. If it was a one off, you can't. But they Wofford was just a few days before. It was a week before. Mm-hmm. I think what I come away from that 
if I was going to find any reason to, to to feel really good, is despite all the three pointers they gave up, they actually they did a, actually did a pretty good job in three point defense, uh, especially after the first ten minutes. So that's been a problem for AM. So so it looks like they made some strides there, uh, and getting Henry Coleman going uh, is is absolutely essential to yep. their success, and he. And he proved it last night. But you're going to play stronger competition starting, I don't know, maybe against Prairie View. I don't know. Prairie View is supposed to be pretty good. Yep. Beat Arizona State, I think. Um, and then in the SEC play. But – and they, they shot free throws like crazy, which was really good. And they made them? Yeah. 21 or 27. I think they missed their last two. So at one time it was 21 or 25. Um, but the, – the, you know, one of twelve. If you can only make one of twelve from three point line, and I know you can say, well, they they were just having a bad night, and they were. But at some point, I mean, do you even just stop looking for that shot if you can't make it? Yeah, yeah. It's. Do you even think about the tournament anymore? No, I think with this basketball team, the only, and I'm sure this is the way they approach it. But the only way to approach this season is the whole. You know, coach speak cliche game by game because in the, with this team it absolutely is because in the situation they're in, they have to win each game. They have to take each game and win that game. And if you take that approach, maybe come late February, you take a step back and say, "Hey, wait, we've won enough games to be in the discussion." But right now they're not in the discussion. Now, should they? Should we be having that discussion in September? I mean, December? No, but people do. I mean, you know, you still got the palms and people like that out there that are already, you know, projecting uh, the tournament field. Right, right. I just, I look at how they play these teams, and you're going to step up the competition. It doesn't mean they won't get better, but their margin of error is so small. Mm, they have absolutely. to be second or third in the SEC, I think, to make the tournament. They're going to have to win. 12, 13 12 games. games. Yeah. 12 games to get into the discussion. Maybe you get in with 12 games and win another couple in the SEC tournament. If you can do that, but. And who what, are those 12 wins? Which, if you win 12, you're probably beating some good teams, but. Yeah, you're going to have to. Uh, as of last week, six teams. I don't know what it is right now, but six teams in the SEC were ranked in, among the AP top 25. Um, so, uh, yeah, you have a very little room. For error, very little margin for error, uh, and but that 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 doesn't just start next week against Florida. That starts on Friday against Preview. Yep, Manny Obasaki not playing very much. Interesting. Um, I know Garcia probably Came got a little in, bit. He played of pretty minutes. well. He gave, gave him some energy, but I think Manny played what three or four minutes. Yeah, um, and again, they're to that point where I think if you put a guy in, and if he's not making a an obvious positive contribution. See, look at the, the if you look at the box score here, let me call it up. I have it right here. And you look at A&M, you start seeing uh, Dexter Dennis playing 34 minutes, Coleman playing 33, Radford playing 36, Taylor playing 25. I think you haven't been seeing guys play that many. You know, the, the, the minutes have been more spread out. Mm -hmm. And I think – this is an example of Buzz's sense of urgency. I've got to find the guys who are going to go out there and make positive contributions. And if you're not, I got to sit you down. Right. 
It is what it is, and it's not great. All right, uh, if you want to be a part of the discussion, you can call us up at uh, the hotline, 979-693-1150, 979-693-1150, or you can text us on the AMB text line, <coughs> 979-693-1150. Let's go around the room and say hello. Nick Savage, good morning, Nicholas. Howdy, good morning. Welcome back, David. Thank you. I, I like that. Is it a hoodie you're wearing? What yeah, it's it? a hoodie. I, like I got it. I got a lot of uh, Astros gear for Christmas. pretty easy. Just tell my mom and dad. Well, you know, there's a team in Houston that won a championship, and there's about a million different pieces of apparel to buy for it. So, got a little bit of that. How was your break, David? It was nice. Um, did a lot of home stuff, you know, just like home chores. Like, our garage has been basically a shed or a uh, a junk. You don't have room. a garage, Jim? We do, but it's like half of it was like boxes because, like, I, and I told my wife, like, what happens, I don't know if this happened to you, OB, in, in the few times you've moved, like boxes on top of boxes on top. Of, it, it Eventually, it just becomes, you, you, you miss it. Like, it just becomes part of the house. Like, the junk, you just get used to seeing the box there, and you just kind of walk by it. And we've been there a freaking year. That's what I would do, except I have a very um, efficient, anal retentive wife. That's right. Who says, uh, yeah, we, we, we need to take care of this. And I'm like, yeah, it'll get taken care of. No, we need to take care of it now. But you don't, no, we need to take care of it. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I spent a lot of time moving things to the attic. Yep. Yep. Moving things to the attic. And now I'm wondering, like, I hope this attic is strong enough for all this stuff. I don't want the plywood <laughs> to break and kill us. But um, yeah, so I spent a lot of time seeing my parents, my brother's family, going back and forth from Houston. It was nice. I I, uh, I enjoyed my, my time away, but I did miss, like, especially the day after signing day. I did the signing day show. I was like, it's kind of a day I should be here, but yeah, we have today to, to catch up. What else, Nick? Oh, nothing much. Just I, I didn't watch the the basketball game yesterday, but I kept up with it. And the, just looking at the stat line, it's it's crazy that Anum just needs to find like a consistent three point shooter. It just doesn't seem like there's anybody on the team right now that can hit threes consistently, and and that seems to be something missing. So hopefully they can spin the Prayer View game and maybe a little bit into Florida to to find that guy, but. Um, yeah, I think if, if they do find that guy, that's going to go a long way for him. I don't know if Buzz is going to focus on that this week, but one thing that I saw all of last year, even during the losing streak, even during the win streak, Buzz would find an area that he needs to fix. And by the next game, typically, he'd fix it. If they had a really bad free-throw shooting game, it'd be interesting. They would come back and have a nice free-throw shooting game. He'll work on these things, and um, it, it, I'll give him that. He can, he can diagnose a problem quickly and fix it, OB. Well, what I, one thing I'll say about this a team, because over the you know, last 10 years I've been covering a basketball, free throw shooting has been an adventure uh, and usually not a pleasant one. Yeah. Uh, so to see them go up and shoot free throws the way they did, and I think they shot them real well at Memphis, if I recall correctly, but to see them shoot free throws the way they did, first getting to the line and then making it, uh, sometimes I want to say, yeah, this is A&M, right? Because I'm talking about even going back to Billy Kennedy days. Yeah. I would, They'd go to the free throw line, and it was like watching everybody at the free throw line became Shaq. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, um, so you have that, but th- they are streaky they are. from the three-point range because I've seen them be good. Uh, Dexter Dennis went four for seven from three point range against Oregon State, and in every game since then, I don't, I don't think he's had four that he's made four since. Right? You know, there's been what four games since then, mm-hmm. maybe three. 
But, uh, uh, you know, they're just streaky. I've seen Wade Taylor go out. I think he had a bunch of them against Memphis. And then last night he hit like one of five or something like that. So um, hopefully that streakiness will somehow evolve into consistency. Did you wear a suit last night to the game? I did not, but I did wear a, uh, a uh, kind of a, I'll call it a Blazer? casual jacket okay. that uh, my wife bought me for Christmas, as say, well as some really nice shoes. XCT87 says he saw Obi at the game last night, and you had a suit on, but you, you had a nice jacket on. It, it, was, it was a nice jacket. It was uh, 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 Even Dalton pointed out how nice my jacket. I won't tell you the way Dalton complimented it because right. you know it was everything Dalton does you know or says you know has a non-family friendly tone to it but uh I still appreciated it right <laughs> I texted Ermans and it's what Dalton said about it <laughs> good old Dalton hey uh let's go to the news and social center Kay Nagley. Nagley. Good morning, guys. How are y'all? I'm right. How are you? I'm good. I got to sit next to Obi yesterday. He cracked a lot of dad jokes. It was fun. Well, give me an example of a dad joke if you oh, can remember. Gosh. No. Uh, no they're, oh, gosh. No. I don't think they were radio appropriate. Oh, not radio. <laughs> okay. How are you? Uh, I'm good. My Christmas is good. I spent a lot of time with my fam. I love that. Of Posted course, a lot so. of pictures. Yeah, I like old Steve Nagley. Yeah. he's He kept me entertained for sure. All of my family, they're all, we all just get along very well. So it was a lot of fun to hang with them, especially being done with school for Who a tells moment. better jokes, me or Steve Nagley? Y'all are hand in hand. Like if I'm not with him and then I'm around you, I feel like I'm around my dad. But isn't your dad like my age? Yeah, I He's covered her dad. 53. I covered games that her dad was playing in and at White House. He was a yeah. pretty good receiver, actually, yeah. and a pitcher. Okay. All right. I, well, I don't get the athletic ability, apparently. So He just goes to those games at the gym. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's my job. You're the female Nuno. <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment. We'll yeah, <laughs> I can't figure that one out. Well, uh, what is your athletic prowess like, David? Now or ever? Or like just in high school. Hayden Hefner at a lower level. Okay. Oh. Like, I, I, I play hard. And but 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 you're a... Oh, a weight room compared aficionado. to seventy-five-year-olds at Gold's Gym. Yes, I'm, I'm well, in yeah, shape. Well, the, yes, in that in that case, I'm totally in shape compared to like, I don't know, The Rock. No, well, yeah, but, yeah, but you're not roided up like The Rock. Not either. yet. I haven't yeah. started yet. Yeah. Yeah, I'm about to go on my cycle of roids. Yeah. Hey, gyms are about to be packed, and David's yeah. not going to be happy. So well, you know who's not going to be happy? Yeah, I, I'll I'll find my oh, time to go. Luch, Luch will hate it. It's the worst time. It'll last about three weeks, and then it's gone. So just got to weather the storm. What do we have going on in news? So we only have one thing today. Texan men's basketball team rallied for a hard-fought 64-52 victory over the Northwestern State Demons on Tuesday night at Reno Arena. Down by as many as 15 at the half, the resilient Aggies battled within five points at halftime and then grabbed a hold of the lead less than two minutes in the second half. The Aggies were dominant in the second half, outscoring the Demons 36-19 as they cruised to a 12-point margin of victory. Now, look, I know Louisianans are a little bit different, right? And and I don't want to be too righteous here like I ever am. But imagine 100 years ago, whenever or whenever Northwestern State was founded, right? Right. And a bunch of people that are going to be in charge of the university are sitting around and saying, okay, we've got to come up with a mascot. And somebody says, I know, we want to be demons. Demons. Demons? Well, demons? I mean, isn't that kind of 
feels an like odd mascot. minor league hockey kind of team name. But, but demons, you know, it just it seems kind of odd to me. Hey, the, we want to be demons. We want to be disciples of Satan. The demon deacons? Yeah. Are those like... You know, <laughs> Satan worshippers. I don't know the <laughs> demon deacons, but uh, yeah, we're going to be that demons. Is it and 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 Wake Forest is demon then an adjective? I think it is. So yeah. can you? What would uh, I need to look it up? What would demon be as an adjective? The definition as an adjective. I think that will do that. Like demon like demonic, if demonic. you will. Well, then it would be the demonic demons. I mean, demonic deacons. I think we should change it. I just I'm trying to figure out. I like that that sweater. Oh yeah, this is. Oh, these just old, old 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 school cotton ball. I probably got this in like. This is 1991. 90. Well, no, I probably is after that because I wasn't cover. I covered the cotton ball every year for about 15 years. So this would probably be mid to late 90s. Mid to late 90s. Probably. 1995 at its best. Southwestern Bell was still the sponsor. I don't know. That's how. been a minute. Yeah. yeah. That's been a minute. All right. Let's hit a break. When we come back, we'll get to your text messages. I see you, Kalachi Matt. I see a bunch of you on the chats. We'll, we'll get to that here momentarily. Right now, we're talking Heritage Films, Chance McLean's company. Um, the website is yourheritagefilm.com. Heard from one of you this uh, the past week. Like, hey, you know, it's close to Christmas and thinking about doing this for my dad. Can you get me Chance's number? Well, I'll give it to you right now. 713-893-8341. Or you can go to the website, yourheritagefilm.com. If you're not familiar with what Chance does there, he makes documentary films about families. He makes documentary films about just normal Joes, right? Uh, the Jimmys and the Joes, he'll do those for you. You don't have to be like a Hollywood celebrity to have a story done for your family or for you or your dad or your uncle. Chance will come out there, he'll shoot it, he'll light it, he'll bring the crew, and uh, he'll put it together. It takes about two two months to finish up, and then you will have yourself an incredible documentary about uh, somebody in your family, yourself, whomever, right? It's a great thing to do for your family, especially during the holidays. The website is yourheritagefilm.com, yourheritagefilm.com, 713-893-8341, 713-893-8341. And we're back, Tech Radio. We are presented by David Gardner's Jewelers. We're here in the Rollo Insurance Studio, and it is the Go Hour, presented by the Warehouse at CC Creations. OB with us here. OB, did you uh, check out Luka Donich game last night, his game? I well, of say. course, I was busy with the, the Aggies, but I did See stay some highlights to watch the highlights, and he was amazing. That uh, How often does it ever work out when you have to miss a shot, the, the free throw, you have to miss the free throw and hope to get the rebound? And to put it back up. And then to actually do it and put it up, make the shot with ones. That in itself was amazing. I don't know what was more amazing. His stat line that nobody's ever done before, 61, 21, and 10. Or the uh, the way he willed his team back. And then they, they yeah, take they it were down team. like 10 yeah. with less than, I don't know, about a minute to go. Something crazy. Something close to that, right? It, it wasn't like A&M against uh, Northern Iowa. But, but it was in the neighborhood. It was impressive. 60, 21, and 10. Luka Doncic. Is he the best player in the NBA? I don't know if I watch enough NBA today to tell you, but it's either him or John Morant. I know this. I am go out on the limb, and I'd say he's the best player from Slovenia. Slovenia. Do you know that he started his professional career at Real Madrid? I do know that, actually, because I looked it up today. Did you really? I did. Yeah, he played. Uh, I thought, was he a soccer player? No, they got a, they got a basketball, <laughs> basketball team. I He's know. very close with the uh, the soccer players, though. Very close with uh, Tony Cruz, who's one of their midfielders. All right, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about, are the Ags better today 
at certain positions than they were a month ago. Look, I've listened to Billy, I've listened to Bronny and Howell, and there's some TBDs, right? There's to be continued. Mm-hmm. We got to see what happens here um, with transfers before February. Uh, but today, where are they better? Where are they not better? And I guess the only place for sure that they're, they're not better is linebacker. I don't know if I would agree with that. Are they? They might be. The, are they? They can't be better, can they? Well, what you're basing it on is do guys get better with a season? You know, I think you know, guys. That's what you're saying, I yeah. think they got. So I don't know that they will be, but I think typically guys are better in their second year as a starter. Mm-hmm. You know, you can look at Buddy Johnson, what he was his first year as a starter and his second year as a starter, you know, as an example. Um, so I think Adrian Cooper, was this his first year as a full-time starter? That sounds right, yeah. I think. He'll be better. Uh, Chris Russell, definitely his first year as a full-time starter. So uh, uh, who'd you lose? Um, you lost Andre White. Yeah. Who's, he is what he is. And I'll tell you this, and this is not a slide at Andre because I liked him. Uh, but, you know, he's played four years. Yep. Pretty much is what he is. I, and I, and I, I don't want to come off as, you know, a spin doctor here. I personally would be more interested in what Martrell Harris would do next year than Andre had Andre still be here because I saw a little bit of, of Martrell and I liked it. And I'm wondering what he could be when I already know what, what Andre White is, and Andre White is the guy on the he's the 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 range the uh, the stove yeah on let's make it you know, it's a nice prize but you know but it's not the car and all that but it's nice I mean you're not gonna feel like you had a bad you won uh, yeah you won something but I but you know uh, Martrell's still that you know what's behind door number two right. I've watched way too much TV when I was I can a kid. tell. Yeah. So my response to that would be, outside of what we hope growth to be, because mm-hmm. we hoped the offensive line this year would have been better because of growth, outside of losing maybe one of the best linemen you've ever had in Kenyon Green. Right. But, so, you, of course, you're going to take a little bit of a step back. But outside of that, you haven't added to it, per se, to be an upgrade yet. Not yet. Uh, I think... Yeah, if you ask me what are they right now, same, I guess. But I would expect them to be better next year just on, on two reasons. Number one, health. Yep. Is, is is Bryce Foster going to be back healthy? Is um, uh, Layden Robinson going to well, play? Um, uh, I'm trying to cut. Trey Zoon. Yep. Yeah, he played hurt all year. Is he going to be healthy, right? Uh, are, are those guys going to be healthy? I'm a, you know, you go into a season assuming they're going to be. Are they going to stay healthy? And then the other reason is uh, a second year apparently under Adazio. And you can say, oh, how much of a difference does that make? Well, I do know about three years ago the Aggie populace was ready to run Josh Henson out of town yep. because in his first year the uh, A&M offensive line – did not perform very well. The next year, after he's worked with those guys, they understand that whatever, whatever reason, they got infinitely better. Now, is that going to happen for Dazia? I don't know. But I've seen in the past guys seem to get better as they get more accustomed or more comfortable with their 
offensive line. I think the O-line, though, regardless of if the production is going to be better, they've added to the talent level with these youngsters that they've added. So I think it's a step in the right direction, right? Yeah. Uh, They have not added enough at linebacker. (laughs) Running back, it probably won't be as good as it was last year, obviously with Devon A-Chain, but you filled it as best as you could with a five-star top running back in the country Mm -hmm. level Ruben Owens. Yeah. Quarterback, you added Marcel Reed, who is probably perfectly fit for this system because I think he probably understands he's a, not a project. He's not a project, but he's, he, he comes in here as a four-star, not a five-star, and I think there's a different mentality, not expecting to start right away. I'm, I'm guessing here. I don't know the kid. I'm just guessing. You come with Connor Wegman here and Max Johnson, you realize I'm still a year or two away. So, but I think you helped yourself there. Secondary... You need help, man. You need some, I mean, like, do I think Bryce Anderson and, and crew are going to be awesome? Absolutely do. But when you, when you lose Antonio Johnson, when you lose Jalen Jones, yes, Grimes is going to be, it probably evens it out. Yeah, but, you know, you, know, you don't have Denver Harris, which you didn't have him a lot this year. Right. But when he did play, he was good. Um, I don't worry too much about not having Brian George anymore. I don't yep. worry too much about Miles because he hadn't played for two years much, you know. Um, but I do worry about not having Damani Richardson. Yeah. I worry about that too. Gilbert played a lot, started a lot, so I'm not worried about him. And I know there's a lot of a lot of good potential, good potent, a lot of really promise with Jacoby Matthews. Yep. But promise no matter how good it is, is not better than actual production. And you got the actual production. From, me, go on, I'm sorry. From, from Richards. Let me read this before we hit a break here. Calvin says, uh, just by sheer numbers, the Ags football team is not better than before the end of the season. They may head into the season with as few as 75 scholarship players. Compared players departed at each position with the players that are here coming in, not better. Have lots of quote-unquote hope and more portal player, players and late high school signees in February will help turn the corner. Um, that's why I always keep saying health is so important because the guys you lost for the most part, and I'm talking about the vast majority of them, um, it's okay. You want them to have a better career somewhere else, but they're not going to play here. So, the, yeah, there's some concern about depth, but I think with the exception of linebacker, that the guys you have, now I'm not saying... Anderson's going to be as good as Antonio Johnson as a nickel. Right. Because uh, that would be unfair to Anderson to say that. But I think he's going to be good there. So, anyway, there, yeah. I think it's the, 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 the starters you're going to be able to put out there, I think, next year, if you're healthy, uh, is going to be a, 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 a starting lineup that's going to be on par with just about everybody. It's the depth that you worry about. You definitely worry about the depth. And we can continue a little bit on this, and then I also have some SEC Players of the Year Questions for you, OB, when we come back. You're listening to Texags Radio, presented by David Gardner's Jewelers. It's the one show in the world that talks Aggie football, Star Wars, and progressive overload of the gym. It's Texags Radio with Dave O and Billy here on the zone. ZZ Top Research here with uh, OB. Yeah. Still with us? Uh, Billy Gibbons, I believe, is still with us. I was just looking it up and I looked. Um, you know, that's CCR, by the way. I didn't think that was yeah, no. um, just but for the record. I, I think Billy Gibbons is still with us. It was uh, Dusty. God, why can't I think of his last name? Who passed away a couple of years ago? Or 
and Frank Beard, I think, recently passed away. Yeah. The drummer who had no beard. He didn't have a beard. You're right. Yeah. Hey, by the way, it's Texas Radio. We are presented by David Gardner's Jewelers. We are here in the Rollo Insurance Studio, and it is the Go Hour, presented by the Warehouse at CC Creations. It'll be just a quick uh, Yellowstone update. I'm on season five. Okay. You're up to date. I'm, I'm catching up. I've only done one episode, and I think, well, that first episode is a two-hour episode, right? So I'm like, I'm an hour into the season five. A couple things. I didn't like season four. It was okay. okay. It was just a show. Okay. And I don't know if I liked the direction of... Him being the governor. I don't know if I like John Dutton as governor. I, I like him on the ranch. I like him fighting people and like ordering executions. That's what I like, which yeah. is totally terrible of me. But, you know. Well, but now as the governor, by the way, I think uh, I misspoke. Frank Beard apparently is still with us. So okay, good. I, I'm sorry, Frank. I mean, I'm, I'm happy for you, but I'm sorry. I, I killed wrong. people off of the, my first week but, on the show. As and, the governor, he may, he may judge. He can maybe not execute people, but he can decide who gets executed. Yeah, I just I want more. F- I don't know if they execute in Montana. I want more cowboy fighting. Yeah, I think it's coming. Okay, I think it's going to be really good. Uh, well, you're early. In, I'm very in, early. So, yeah, so in, they'll in, tell me so too I much. Say much uh, but I want fighting. I want like, and I want like bar fights. That's the first season when there's bar fights and there's like people getting punched. And I, that's what I I signed up for. Mm-hmm. I don't care about you know passing laws in Montana. I want to pass a punch through the throat. Yeah, I think they're setting that up. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you've been watching it too? Okay. I've, I've seen, I've only seen this season. Oh, that's right. I I'm weird. I know. I haven't gone back and watched She's all not of seen it, one but... through four, but seen five. But does I it, get it, it, though. Here's no. my question does, does watching this make you want to visit Montana? Yeah. I'm going to Montana soon. It looks pretty. And I want to become a dental floss tycoon. And if you know who sang that, then I'm really impressed. No, not okay. in my, not in my. I want to know anybody who who listening to me can can uh, decipher, can identify the uh, the artist that wrote and saying, "I'm going to Montana soon. Going to become a dental floss tycoon." I don't. I, you don't get a prize if you know that. I'm just going to. You just ask. You just get my admiration. By the way, I would vote for John Dutton as governor. I, I like would what he too, stands yeah. for. Yeah. I think he. We're probably aligned on certain things. It just Absolutely. feels that way. Did I say that this is a go hour? It is. And it's presented by the warehouse at at CNC Creations. CC Creations, that's right. We are in the Rollo Insurance Studio. I love this studio, by the way. Yeah, I do too. It's a good studio. Rollo yeah. Insurance. Good job, guys. And the show is brought to you by David Gardner's Jewelers. They're good people there. Very good people. They really are. I've had a really positive experience there. I told you one time I took a bracelet yeah, or something yeah. to get fixed, and he said, "You know what? Take it somewhere else because they can do it a lot cheaper than I can." I mean, who who does that, David? Man, Mr. I, I, Gardner, that that, that 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 impressed me. Obi, so I wanted to ask you a couple of uh, SEC questions. Okay. Like, SEC, who was the best at this position, that position, yada, yada, yada. Okay, I'll do and, my best. Okay, do your best. Because it's off the top of my head. You off didn't... the top of your head. Yeah, I didn't warn you. I mean, I warned you a little bit, like six minutes ago, but that's not enough time to really get a comp. But we're just, we can talk about it out loud. Okay. Best running back in the SEC. I would like to say Devon A-Chain because of what he went up against, but I think you can absolutely go Quinchon Judkins. I'd go Judkins. Yeah. Um, because you can't make excuses for somebody. No, you you got to look as much as you want to. Now, if I was having a pick between the two of them for my team, all things being equal, I think AJ's better. But if I have to look at what happened this season, Judkins. Best quarterback. Easiest question I think I'm going to ask you. Yeah, Hendon Hooker. I voted for him for the Heisman. Yep. I think he should have won it. I think he got hosed. I think it was an ESPN you know, uh, agenda 
yeah. to to get Caleb Williams the Heisman. And I think there's a lot of lazy uh, Heisman voters that are like sheep. Hey, let me ask you because maybe I'm dumb. And yes, a lot of people. Yeah, you are. How come JT Daniels can transfer every two weeks? Like what? What? I know you can transfer once without penalty yeah. and once as a grad transfer. But I feel like he's transferred more. Did he maybe set out a year? Is that why? I, I don't know. The guy's been everywhere, right? Um, this is. I know he had one time an injury. USC, Georgia, West Virginia, and now he's somewhere else, right? Yeah. Where is it? Is he, he was somewhere? injured at USC, I believe. So that didn't yeah, count. But he, he played there. It was a white shirt injury, maybe. Yeah. So, and then there's the 2020 thing. But yeah, you're you're supposed to get one free transfer. But he seems to maybe because he's still gra- maybe he's graduating and he again has, he's yeah. you graduated again. Let's go double major. Does as long as like you're that? graduated and still have uh, eligibility, I guess you can. I guess that's the loophole. Right. Where is it? I think he's going somewhere in California now. I'm doing the or, Google machine. Or maybe UNLV. Maybe JT Daniels. Rice. He's going to Rice. Yeah. Rice. Oh, going to Rice. right. There. We could go watch him. Oh, so I was I was way off. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Way off. I must be thinking somebody else. Okay. You know what? Maybe it was the other guy that from USC that was at Pitt and uh, Slovis. Yeah, Caden Slovis. He, he's yeah. going. He's re, uh, transferring again. Again? Yes. Yeah. I, I don't understand. Yeah, how JT it works. Daniels, best wide receiver. I'm just going to throw a name at you, Jalen Hyatt. Is uh, that a Jalen? Yeah. Is it Hyatt? Yeah. Nah, I, I think that's an open and shut. There's a guy in Missouri that had a big year, and I think he's going. He's transferred somewhere, and I've already forgotten where. Love it, I think his name is, but uh, I would I'd say hi. Yep. All right. Uh, we were going to continue going on, and let's see. The next question I have for you is best defensive player. I'm just, I, you know, I, I don't like to be the guy that just parrots everything, but I don't know how you go against Anderson from Alabama. Yep. He still led the conference in sacks, uh, overtook Drew Sanders and – you know, and and you know, you look at Georgia, and that's without about the, without about the without a doubt the best defense. But it it's really is just this great collection of guys. But nobody has the eye popping stats that just uh, jumps out at you. Now, if you wanted to go for a wild card, it'd be Emmanuel Forbes, the cornerback from Mississippi State, with like six interceptions and a bunch of passes broken up. And he's been a thorn in the side of the Aggies. He's the guy that returned the uh, block field goal for a touchdown. Yep. He had a uh, two years ago in 2020, he's the guy that caught the interception that ricocheted off uh, an Isaac Smith shoulder pads, and he took that for a touchdown. I mean, he's, he's good. I mean, he's going into the NFL draft. I'm glad he's getting out of there. Next one, best freshman defensive player. I think it's easy. Yeah, I'm going to go with Kendrick Perkins. Harold Perkins. I mean, Harold Perkins. I knew a Kendrick. He's the, Kendrick Perkins he's is the, the basketball TV. guy. Yeah, that Harold everybody Perkins. Hates. Yeah. And uh, he, didn't, he didn't look it against A&M. No, but he looked it against everybody else. But he, he looked it against everybody else, yeah. And then on the offensive I'm side, I'm still going with Judkins. Yeah, you have to. He was that. He was great. He was fantastic. Yeah. So I can't. Who I, I wonder who else I would put, if not Judkins. Really, nobody jumps out at me. I'm probably missing somebody obvious, but right now nobody jumps out at me. I think this one can be debated, okay. and I'm not strong on either. But best coach in the SEC this year. I mean Kirby. Oh, I'm going with Kirby Smart. Uh, Look at all they lost from that national championship team. And here he is right again about probably going to win a national championship. You could make you an could, argument for Josh Heupel. You could make an argument for Heupel. Yep. Um, make a strong argument for him. 
In fact, most people would probably say that. He he probably did the most with the unexpected. Yes. Right? But isn't man, isn't there something to say for a coach that lost that many players and then to come back and not miss a beat? Not miss a fr- and they're favored to win it all again. I would bet on them. Now, I do think that Ohio State game is going to be more interesting than maybe something. And may, maybe I'm dead wrong, but Ohio State does have an explosive offense or explosive capabilities to test that Georgia defense. I don't know how much how successful they'll be, but they have that ability. And I, I do wonder about how good Georgia's offense is going to be without McConkey playing. Yeah. And we'll, we'll do much more of this tomorrow since it'll be our last show before the playoffs. But do you give TCU a chance against Michigan? I give them a chance. I think when you have a quarterback like uh, Duggan, you know, one of those guys that just wills your team I think that they have a chance, but what I here's what I'm concerned about. And I know uh, Corman out there, but they got Donovan Edwards, who you know had that huge game against uh, Ohio State, and they and Michigan has a really good run blocking offensive line. And I watched, I just watched uh, in that in that Big Twelve championship game uh, that uh, Kansas State kid Vaughn, who's about what. Uh, maybe his name's not Vaughn. He's like five six. I can't think of his name. They're running back from Kansas yep. State. And and he ran all over him. So if this guy from Kansas State can run with that much success, and I'm sorry I can't remember his name, then what's Donovan Edwards going to do? Right, right. Hey, let's hit a break here. Right now we're talking Caldwell Country Chevrolet Highway 21 in Caldwell online. CaldwellCountryChevrolet.com. That's the place to go when you're looking for a new vehicle. So, all right, the new year's coming. A couple days away from that. And uh, many of you are doing your finances for the new year. Um, and you're thinking like, all right, come April, maybe it's time to get a new car, maybe June, July, whatever it may be. Just know that Caldwell Country Chevrolet should be the first place you go and the last place you go to. You can search other places by all means. But when you take everything into account, the customer service, um, the service, the actual service when you buy a vehicle, you're not going to get anything better than that. Uh, they'll help you find the right vehicle for you. Other places say that, okay, well, just try it out. I'm telling you, they're going to find you the right vehicle at the right price with the best customer service out there. That's why we did our are shopping this summer through Caldwell Country Chevrolet. Zach Kessner and his crew will take amazing care of you. Great trade-in value. And it's not a far drive here from the uh, Brazos Valley. 15 minutes, Brian and Caldwell, short conversation away. But you'll see the difference when you step on the lot and you do business with Zach and the fellows there at Caldwell Country Chevrolet. Highway 21 in Caldwell, online. Caldwell Country And we're back, Tech Sacks Radio, presented by David Gardner's Jewelers in the Rollo Insurance Studio. It's the Go Hour, presented by the warehouse at CC Creations OB. Christmas Eve, you were probably somewhat happy. Um, your Cowboys I was. won. I was. And there are those that – I pointed this out when I was talking to Dalton. There are those that dismissed that win over the of the hated Eagles because they said, well, the Eagles had a backup quarterback. And I'm like, okay. Well, who was playing quarterback for the Cowboys when they lost to the Eagles in like week six? I believe that was uh, Cooper Rush. That is right. He had three interceptions. His first loss, right? Wasn't that his first loss? I think so. Yeah, because he was and playing he, great and he, up and until he was that. terrible in that game. Yeah, so they won in spite of him sometimes. What, what's frustrating as a Cowboys fan is that with that win, they would be in in the driver's seat for the number one spot in the playoffs. Yep. If they would not do what the Cowboys do, I acknowledge it, and choke away big second half leads against Green Bay and Jacksonville teams you should beat. Yep. Hey, a couple text messages we need to get to. One of those is your your band. Who you asked a question? Who sang the Montana? Well, oh, that, yeah, uh, uh, going to Montana soon. Frank Zappa. Frank Zappa. That, 
Zappa or Zappa? Zappa? Frank Zappa and the Mothers of Invention. Who who is it? Because he deserves There's a lot recognition. Of people, oh, okay. Jet Derm Doc. Derm Doc, of course. Two eight one. I'm I'm imp- you, all of you have my admiration. Wade. Wade. Cody wants to know. Ask. Okay. Where is Cody? He's, I cannot find Cody. Okay, I'll do you it for you. Have to read it for who me. Who sang Big City? Ob. That's according to Cody. He wants to know who sang Big City. Frank Zappa. <laughs> I really don't no, know. No clue. I don't know Big City. Let's do uh, one more here on is the that text. Elvis Bright Lights Big City. I don't know. He'll he'll text us. He'll tell us the answer. Leave <laughs> the Las Vegas. <laughs> Kay, you want to get us uh, give us Dave and Edmonds? Yes. So he says Brian Kelly won the West in his first year. You didn't even mention him for Coach of the Year. No, I, didn't. I could take him over Hypel. I want to win the West. Well, first I'm off, I think Kirby whole, Smart's number one. Yeah, I'm looking at the whole conference, right? That's what we were discussing, yeah. the entire conference. Um, last time I saw Brian Kelly coach, he was getting, you know, the last two times, he was getting blown off the field. Well, did he lose to Georgia? Bad. Did he lose to Heupel? Bad. Bad. Did he lose to Jimbo Fisher? Heck, hell yeah. So that's Bad. why. There you go, Dave. We give you your reasons. Yes, I understand, like, you know, from what you expected of LSU, absolutely yeah. in the conversation for it. Um, they they far succeeded expectations. So did, so did Georgia. Now, nobody's surprised that Georgia's in the playoffs, but I don't think anybody expected this kind of dominance from Georgia after losing everybody. I thought they'd be a national championship contender, but to be this, as good as they've been. And some say, you know, they look at the Missouri game or stuff like that, say, oh, yeah, they have these, you know, over tw- 12 games. Sometimes you lose interest in those. Yep. But when they had to turn it on, they turned it on. They turned it on when they had to. Uh, Merle Haggard sang Big City, according to Derm Doc. Merle Haggard. Merle Still, Haggard had a lot of great songs. He's not with Mama us anymore? tried. No, he passed away about five or six years ago. All right. Thank you, OB. All right. Appreciate you. All right. Hour number two coming up. John Harris coming on the program. I don't know how much time we have left because I usually have a timer <laughs> that's out. So I'm assuming I got about 15 seconds to play with. So we got John Harris coming. We've got Logan Lee coming on. Ryan Broniger and CT. All right, that's uh, going to do it for hour number one. It's Texags Radio presented by David Gardner's Jewelers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.